Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Boy, Santa Claus getting a sled packed, y'all. It is uh, it's getting close to Christmas time, 21st of December. It does not seem like that to me. Uh, we'll just start the show with that. It's the 21st? It's the 21st of December. I got pulled oh, wow. over yesterday on the way home in a school zone for going above well, 15. Mickey, you got pulled over? I got over? pulled over on the way home the yesterday. who runs the letter of the law. Yes. So what, how fast were you going? 28. Oh, oh, Mickey, that's way over. 15? There was, there was no school. <laughs> oh! So, so I see the policeman turn around in the road, and I get over. I'm thinking, well, I'm going to let him chase after because people are driving like crazy in front of me. Oh, man. Oh, that's no, weird. he pulls me over. So he pulls me over to this the gas station. No blinking light. The school's not in, right? No. <laughs> well, the, the light was blinking, but it, there's no school. It, it's just a, it's designed to blink Monday through Friday at a certain time, so it does, you know, it oh, just so it blinks. it was blinking. And so he pulled me over, and I said, and he gets out of the car. I said, hey, man, I, I got to ask you. It's a great mystery. I, can I ask you why you pulled me over? <laughs> I mean, and he goes, yeah, you're speeding through a school zone. I said, I, I, I mean, I, I'm aware I drove through a school zone, but there, there's no school today. And he's like, how do you know that? I said, whoa, it's the 20th of December. School is out. I know I drove. That's my kid goes to school I, in this area. Yes. And he goes. <laughs> Well, I'm going to need to confirm that. I said, you can look at the school. There's nobody there. You can look at the parking lot. There's nobody in it. It's the 20th of December. He's like, I need to see your license. Oh, I wish you would have went H-Town Mickey on him. I almost did. <laughs> I almost did. But I, I almost did. So what happened? Tell me that. Man, I'm shocked. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to sweat right now just thinking about it. And I said, there's nobody at the school. I'm aware of, of where I was driving. I take this. Where are you coming from? I huh? said, I'm Why coming. Why does that matter? I, I, I said, I'm coming from work. And he said, I need to see your license. And do you have any insurance? I said, yeah, man, I've, I've got insurance. And here's my license. He goes, I'm going to have to confirm all this. I'm going to have to confirm there's no school. I said, it's the 20th of December, man. And he goes, I don't have kids in this district. And I said, what what, what district, district is in school right at? now? <laughs> and so he goes to his car and comes back, and he's like, I'm going to let you off with a warning this time. I said, look, I appreciate this, but there's no school. Well, I was able to confirm that, so I'm going to let you go with a warning. He went back to his car? Have a nice day. Yes, he went back to his car to confirm there was no school. Yep, man. You can't go 28 in a, a no driving over 15 miles an hour in a no school zone when there's no school. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, well, watch how fast Vrabel does his press conference. <laughs> Speaking of that, Mike Vrabel live right now. A little bit odd for his Tuesday press conference. It's a condensed week. Here's the Titans head coach. Maybe he's gotten pulled over today. Sometimes poor ball security. Um, you know, quarterback center exchange. It gets kicked. The quarterback's going to pick it up. It gets kicked. The ball, you know, I mean, the ball, I told the team, the ball's not round. We don't know which way it's going to bounce. We got to do everything we can to take care of it. Um, Sometimes they make a good play. Sometimes, you know, it, it's our own doing. Guys, maybe sometimes are trying to press, trying to do too much. I know you're big on telling guys just to do their job. Or do you find that guys maybe sometimes are trying to do too much in those situations? Like gain yards? I'm not sure what you're talking about. That, just trying to to make a play and just you know, ask turn me. Just ask me which one you're you're talking about, and I'll explain it because I can go through them and. Ferkshire catches a pass on third down, drop steps, uh, balls loose, they knock it out. 
you know, Racy's coming around trying to get a catch and run. He's on top of the guy, you know. Ryan and Ben are always trying to make a play that the ball went on the ground. So, I mean, I can, we can keep going. I don't know if that's making a play or not. Like, just poor ball security. I'm talking a lot about the defense outplaying the opposing defense. How did that kind of come come to be a theme? And are you telling the offense the same thing? That offense has to outplay the other offense? Which one do you want me to answer first? Both, please. Is, how did the defensive thing come to be a theme? I don't, because that's the way I would explained it and try to, um, you know, focus that that week and. You know, when I when I think that uh, you know it, it'd be a challenge for our defense, it's something that you probably want to do all the time. You know, what I mean, I think it's just a mentality, and, and I appreciate where our mentality is right now defensively um, to to go out there and stop them wherever the ball is. That's just kind of what you have to do, and I think that's the the hallmark of the of the best defenses is they can go out there, um, they hop up off the bench. I mean, it sucks. It sucks when you turn the ball over. I've been out there as a player and, and, and watching it as a coach, and our guys didn't flinch. They ran out there. You know, hopefully they don't have to do that, and and hopefully we can find a way to get some turnovers ourselves. Is the offensive mentality the same? Or the that? offensive mentality is to score as many points as we can and um, try to take care of the football. made the Niners' run game so efficient no matter who they're plugging in there? It's a, it's a really good scheme. I think that the, the offensive line does a great – you know, fantastic job. They're well coached. Um, you know, I think that their their tight ends block well. You know, they're they're very sudden players. Juice Check is a is a sudden player um, who can he can work his way one way, come back the other way. Is willing to block. Uh, he acts as a as a runner. You know, like he has the football, and so he's kind of finding the hole. Uh, they they mix in Samuel. You know, Mitchell Wilson. You know, good scheme. They they attack you at all different levels, zone, um, gap scheme, uh, misdirection. So they, they do a fantastic job. So is Debo Samuel for all the different ways that they do use him? I mean, he's, he's a very physical player who's a strong runner once he has the football in his hand. And, um, you know, Kyle and his staff do a fantastic job of, of creating those and, and getting him the football. Buffalo's success has played been a part of the reason they've won five out of six. Well, he's, you know, he's taking care of the football. He's been accurate. Um, you know, seems seems to be in command of everything that they're doing, and, and he's playing well. He's he's got a very good completion percentage, and um, you know they're number one in the red zone. Fred Warner, what, what comes out about him in the middle of their defense? It's hard, it's tough to trick guys like that. You know, it's tough. You know, I mean, he's, he's really seen a lot, and it, it's tough to trick him. You know, he doesn't. He's rarely out of place. Is a, is a sure tackler. He's a good blitzer. They 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 put him, you know, involve him in third down. Um, very versatile player, and he can run. With with David, I guess David Long missed a number of weeks and hasn't gone IR. Is there advantage to keeping him on the on the fifty three or how does that? Um, no, I mean I just. Kind of you get get kind of get down the road where you think that that you're know, not putting a timeline on any injury, you're not really sure, you know. So, uh, you know, we've been able to you know manage the roster, you know, without having to put him on an injury reserve. This is a significant marker for the kind of surgery that Derek had. Is, has he transitioned into a different sort of stage now? Um, 
still just rehabbing. Out here and see where he's at. Where's your feel on at this point? Your optimism for Thursday. Uh, I mean, I'm optimistic on on all these guys that uh, you know enter into the return to play. You know, now see how they respond to to what we ask them to do. It's a difference to go out there and practice as it is to to go out there and um, you know be in the game. But you know, using you know Bud as an example last week, he. You know, he had a, had a good week of practice and I think built confidence and, you know, was able to, to help us on Sunday. He responded after the game and, you know, yeah. your, your work yeah, you good. did yesterday. I mean, he was excited and, you know, he was into it and, and, and helped us um, helped us on Sunday. Now, you know, we'll have the new challenge this week, new opponent. Phil yesterday, and is he kind of in the same spot as those guys returning to play, or, or where would you put him right now? I mean, we'll see. We'll see how he does in practice, and you know what he's able to do, and we'll probably take it down to, to game time. Has there been a secret to the success of being able to get guys in here on the fly, like like Cunningham last week, and like Foreman and Hilliard a few weeks ago, screen and getting those guys up to speed quickly, and they're able to make big contributions. Well, I mean, I think it helps to have guys that are, you know, willing and, and hungry. You know, Deontay, Dontrell, and, and Buster uh, were, were out of work. You know, so it's called survival. You know, they've they, they've tasted and, and they wanted to to be active. You know, they they didn't have a job. Um, you know, so now that they've got one, they they're not in a real big hurry to give it up. But uh, they worked extremely hard. The coach, you know, I mean, give the coaches credit. But obviously, it's on the player to go out there and 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 be able to translate all those meetings and the walkthroughs and the things that we do to get them ready, you know, to translate it to the game. Titans head coach Mike Vrabel again, a little bit out of sorts with their normal schedule. Normally, we wouldn't get him live on a Tuesday. Um, we missed the very first part of when he started speaking. This was from. Uh, uh, Jim Wyatt, he tweeted, A.J. Brown, this is from Vrabel, A.J. Brown will be part of walkthrough today. The team will try and get his, uh, try to get him some speed, he said, during the week. Determination on his status for Thursday will come later in the week. Uh, said about Julio, probably will come down to a game-time decision for him as well, just uh, monitoring those situations. Uh, he actually said that, so we heard that part. Uh, we're set to have a Titan. Deontay Foreman going to join us today before practice. That should be next as we uh, talk to the Titans running back here on Blaine and Mickey 104.5 The Zone. Blaine and Mickey 104.5 The Zone. Deontay Foreman set to join us here in in just a minute. The Titans running back will speak to him. Uh, Man, he's had some really nice weeks. Had another nice week for the Titans uh, against the Steelers, the ground game as a whole had a fantastic game uh, against the Steelers. Unfortunately, there were some fumbles and miscues and uh, turnovers bit this team in the bud again. Mm. Uh, it's interesting because the coordinators spoke last night via Zoom to Titans reporters, and uh, Jim White had tweeted out this quote from Todd Downing uh, about the run game. He said, I felt like we stuck with the run pretty well on Sunday. We were committed to it throughout the game, got behind the chain some and had to throw it. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. I think throwing kind of puts you behind the chains. Mm-hmm. That's why we're going to 10 Hill. 
Uh, Ryan Tannehill <laughs> is speaking live right now. Until we hear from Deontay Foreman, why don't we check in live with the Titans quarterback from St. Thomas Sports Park. Practicing it and really carry it over on Sundays. Or Thursday in this case. So. Of those turnovers, like for you, the interceptions, is there any common theme to them? I know each of them have a different story, but is there something in common that, that's happening? No, I don't think so. You know, I think uh, at the end of the day, just have to be smart with the ball and, and put it in a good spot. To get AJ back, possibly, what would that mean for, for you, a guy that that's probably a guy you trust the most out there, right? Yeah, I have a ton of confidence in AJ. You know, we'll see, you know, if he ends up going or not. I hope he can, obviously, for selfish reasons, but. Um, no, he's battling back from a tough injury. He's doing everything he can to get back on the field. So, uh, obviously, a big weapon for us. And if we can get him back, we'd love that. And what, what does that do for the passing? Just to have him active and the defense to have to account for him. Well, I think first and foremost is his ability to make plays. You know, you look at you know what he's done for us over the past few years and the confidence that uh, that we have together and uh, just the plays that he's made have been some of them spectacular. So. To have that ability on the field uh, and that confidence uh, from the offense uh, would be huge. Talking about a weekly goal of outplaying the opposing defense, but when you guys are turning the ball over as much as you are, is that too tall an order or expectation for them if you're turning over four times and they're thinking they need to get it five times? <laughs> At the end of the day, we just got to take care, better care of the ball on offense. You know, uh, defenses are playing their tails off, doing a great job. You know, keeping us in the game last week uh, when we, we put ourselves in a bad situation. So at the end of the day, we just got to you know, keep moving the ball but take better care of it. As you look back at the film from Sunday, looking ahead to Thursday, beyond the turnovers, what wasn't happening in the passing game? Uh, we had some shots downfield that we weren't able to connect on, uh, so that, that hurt us. But uh, we ran the ball extremely well, which we have been doing. Have to continue that and, um, and finish in the red zone. You know, you look at some drives we had and we're going and then either turn the ball over or we stalled out a couple times in the red zone. So uh, whenever you're putting drives together and getting down there, we need to come away with sevens. confidence that you and AJ have, obviously he's not out there. So what is it that you've been able to do to kind of maintain that confidence to, or kind of like cockiness, you know, as far as some of the tight window throws that, that you used to make and some of the attempts that you're making now? How do you maintain that confidence to do that? Yeah, I just think, are you, are you speaking to AJ or just in general? about you and, and not to him but just in general yeah yeah just try to trust my guys you know even though um, maybe some different guys out there try to trust my guys and and uh, keep firing you know you can't play this position and be hesitant or, or second guess what you're seeing you have to be able to uh, to see what you see and then and make a quick decision and, and throw the football let's pick up where it left off maybe in camp or or, or when you first played with him against the Texans how quickly did that come back with, that, with AJ uh, I have so many reps with AJ, you know, uh, over the course of the past couple of years. Uh, there's a ton of confidence there, obviously, you know, love to get him back. You know, hopefully it's this week. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, just the banked reps there are, are deep, so we can pull from that, you know, as we move forward. Well, you guys are a lot of much time standings watching and playing the what-if game. If you play that game, you're going to be in a bad position. You know, you're going to have to go out and uh, play the game to win, and that's, that's my mindset and our mindset is to do everything we can to prepare this week mentally and physically to put ourselves in a good position to, to go execute and play well and come away with a win on Thursday night. With guys that, you know, being out of the lineup and sometimes, you know, turnovers, do you ever have to guard against pressing and trying to do too much in the course of a game to kind of change the way things are going? 
Yeah, I think, you know, not so much to um, not having the normal guys out there, but I think, you know, if, if things aren't going well, you know, you want to make a play. So I uh, definitely have to just be conscious of that and, and take it one play at a time and, and just try to execute your job one play at a time. He's a heck of a player. He's flying around. Uh, he's physical. He's fast. He's he's making the adjustments. You see him, you know, getting everyone lined up. Uh, it's a fast defense. You know, their, their front is, is flying around. Uh, you know, Fred is uh, is flying around on the second level, making tackles. If you don't block him, he's he's probably going to make the tackle. You know, we we faced a, a number of guys um, that had that kind of quality this year, and he's definitely one of them. Where uh, if you don't get hands on him and sustain the block, that he's probably going to be in on the tackle. And to, to kind of create uh, productive drives when you haven't been real consistent on the on the mid range and the and the longer passes, you have to keep you know ten, eleven, twelve play drives to, to score all the time. Yeah, it just takes uh, takes more execution, right? If it takes you twelve plays to get down there, then it's a lot more plays, a lot uh, more chances for for either the other side to make a play or, or for your, for yourselves to have a mistake, you know. So. Um, that's kind of the, the game you play. You guys have kind of been so successful up front, like in terms of the run game, right? We've seen you guys get going in the run game, but in the pass up front, it's just a completely different story. Why do you think there's been such a big con contrast? Uh, I can't can't say exactly why, why that's the case, but I know our guys have a ton of confidence in the run game. Uh, they're physical. Uh, they want to get downhill. It's something that, that we have obviously a ton of reps on and, and rep, rep every day, just like we do the pass, you know, but... Um, you know, I can't say why the, the one is is more successful than the other. The the deep quarterback, uh, Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill, uh, meeting with the press. So he's live at St. Thomas Sports Park. Let's take a live phone call from there now. As we're joined by Titans running back Deontay Foreman. Deontay, how in the world are you doing, man? How's the ankle feeling? <laughs> uh, it's feeling good. Uh, a little sore, a little tight, but uh, man, you know, just taking it day by day. I should be fine. I got to ask you this. Uh, at one point, they were putting another layer of tape on you. How many layers of tape deep were you by the end of that contest? <laughs> uh, I was about three layers deep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it getting a little snug by that time? It just looked like a lot going on. Oh, yeah, it was definitely tight by that time, man. The tape was really tight. Uh, but it definitely helped me uh, going back in the game for that fourth and one, man. I knew uh, that was a big play and that we needed to have that. So, uh I definitely wanted to be on the field and to try to help the team, you know, get that first down and try to help us, you know, win the game. You've had some really good games, really career games this year. What what all has gone into to your success as, as you stepped right back onto this Titans roster and just started producing again? Uh, you know, just, you know, just first of all, being blessed to have an opportunity like this and then also just, you know, trying to capitalize on my opportunities, uh, you know, and just help this team. I mean, you know, I'm very thankful for the opportunity that I'm having here right now with the, uh, with the Titans. And, you know, I just want to show my gratitude by going out there, playing hard every day, giving them my all, and, you know, just trying to do everything I can to help us win. Well, three layers of tape, man, and just kept on trucking out there on Sunday. It was it was fun to watch. Deontay Foreman, our guest here on Blaine and Mick. You can follow him on Twitter at D33 underscore Foreman. We'll get you there. Yes, Mr. Foreman, Blaine Bishop here, man. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm not surprised. Last year, I thought you did a heck of a job running the football, uh, and then this year, no surprises either. But man, I was shocked that you was there and available. Uh, were you surprised that you were available uh, and not on a roster? Um, 
You know, yeah, I definitely was. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, with this business, you know, you just never know, man. So the biggest thing is just always staying ready, just staying, you know, in shape and ready to go. You never know when that call is going to come. Like I've always been saying, man, God is great. Uh, he's blessed me uh, tremendously uh, with this opportunity, and I just want to do my part and take advantage of it. Well, you uh, definitely are doing your part. You gave out some punishment, took a little punishment on the ankle, man. I went back and watched that. You, it looked like your, your foot was flat down on the ground with your ankle touching on the inside. I was like, oh, oh man, you got a lot of flexibility there, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> short week, man. How Take us through like a normal week of what you go through as a running back to prepare for the next game and then how much that changed with a short week. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, you know, just a lot of treatment. Um, I'm pretty much in the treatment room every day, um, just, you know, just trying to make sure that, you know, we get all the nicks and bruises and, you know, whatever else is bothering me at that time. Just try to, you know, minimize them as much as we can. I mean, nobody's going to be 100% around this time of year. Right. But um, as much as I can try to, you know, get my body as, as healthy as possible, you know, that's what I try to do. So, um, you know, uh, it's definitely beneficial when we have a full week um, to do it, but, you know, with it being a short week, you know, I just got to go in there and just try to definitely take care of the ankle, make sure the ankle is ready to go. But also just, you know, other little uh, nicks and, uh, you know, things that's nagging on me. Got to take care of that, too. So we got to be ready to go. Man, I got to ask you, are you a hot tub or a cold tub guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, def- I'm definitely more of a hot tub guy. I'm not really too good with the cold tub. But actually, it's crazy because yesterday was my first time getting in the cold tub all year, and I felt like I just really needed it. Hello? And he needed to go after somebody hung him up. He may be out there. Some... He's still there? Okay. Mr. Foreman. We got a, some new equipment here. And it's oh, my. He may be gone now. Okay. Oh, There's man. Just things he, well, going he on. He was in a cold tub, but he did say he did the cold tub last week. That was the most important. That that's why he ran so well. Isn't it funny, though? <laughs> you ask him that, he immediately started to laugh. People hate the cold tub. I, they love what it does for them. But they hate, okay, we have Deontay Foreman back on the line. Deontay, you were telling us, uh, Blaine is the biggest cold, he could sell cold tubs. Like if there's a yeah. company that sells cold tubs, he could be their sales yeah. rep. But you were getting a little bit into that yeah, before because we I never did the cold tub until training camp my rookie year. And I was like, I, I have no other choice. And (laughs) my body was just, it was just knotted up all over the place. And I was just like, (laughs) put my whole body in there. And then once you kind of get used to it, you get a little timer. Once you make it past two minutes, you can stay in there for the allotment of 10 minutes. But uh, it's always interesting because people don't understand. I was doing it every day. That's how you play a long time. And some guys can, you know, they go the different route and do just, you know, the hot tub, like right before practice, get everything loosened up and warm. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm definitely definitely the hot tub guy. Um, But this week was different for me because I wanted to, you know, just do everything I could to make sure my body's ready to go for the short week. So actually yesterday was my first time getting in the cold tub all year, and I'll be in the cold tub some more. today just to make sure that i'm ready to go all right man I, I i know you've been here two different times this is the second go around but i'm gonna ask this question just in general is do you know the entire offense now and when Tannehill makes a check and how often does he check and you go oh man he checked this run to me i can't wait to go because it might have been a pass call <laughs> do you smile do you your eyes get big or something you know all these little cheats you know us defenders you know we try to see all that stuff yeah, uh, you know, man. Anytime my number's being called, man, I'm excited. Uh, but also, you know, just I mean, I'm 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 excited to just be a part of the game, be in the game. So you know, whatever play is being called, 
like, man, I'm just so grateful and so thankful to even be able to play and be on the field and, you know, just do this. Uh, you know, I've been hurt, you know, a lot of times through my career. So, uh, you know, just being able to have this, this opportunity, man, I'm I'm just so thankful to even be out there. So whether my number's being called or not, I just want to go out there and, you know, put my best foot forward to help the team. Well, I've never asked this question, man. I got to ask you because there's been some times, you know, I put on some good hits, and, boy, there's been some times I got knocked the you-know-what out. So I want to ask you, who are, who are some of the guys you go, hey, man, he brings the wood. I better have my A game or he may get me. Uh, man, um, uh, I can't really say. I mean, I haven't really <laughs> – actually, I, I haven't really had one of those moments yet. I, I think I'm thankful for that, man. I think uh, – I try to do more of the delivering the punishment than than receiving it. So, uh, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, some people. I mean, I've had a lot of uh, you know hard tackles. I mean, game tackles and stuff like yeah, that. But just one on ones, nah, I can't really say anybody. All right. Well, what do you think about the Forty ers defense and they made a linebacker, Mister Warner? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. He's <laughs> high motor man, uh, physical, very physical man, and just he plays really hard. So, yeah, that's gonna be a tough one, man. I'm looking forward to it though. Mm. Wrong with Mr. Foreman, the running back for the Tennessee Titans. So uh, people who are big college football fans around here, Deontay, and there are a whole bunch of them, they know that you are also a 2,000-yard guy. And I don't know, have you ever kind of walked up to Derrick Henry and said, hey, man, I got my 2K in 11 games? (laughs) (laughs) Because I looked, you did it in 11 games. (laughs) Yeah. No, I never never, never said that, man, because, I mean, his comeback – could definitely be a lot better than mine. He had two K in the in the NFL, man. So. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's that's elite, man. That's something totally different. But uh, yeah, man, it was uh, it was great. Uh, it was just something that uh, you know, I don't know. It's still like a blur how how everything just happened, man. But uh, you know, very thankful for that for that year, man. It was uh, it really helped me a lot. Okay, I thought this was a misprint because I was I was studying this. I thought this was a misprint, but now you could tell me. Did you run for three forty one against Texas Tech? Three forty one. Tell me that. You true. just scored another touchdown on them right now. I think three forty one <laughs> against one team. Yeah. I, yes, sir. I, did anybody? What was that like? Because, like Michael Jordan would say, sometimes you know the goal looked really big. What does the defense look like? Do they just look like tiny they, people? They, they were moving out the way. Yes, were they making <laughs> business decisions? I mean, what what goes into running for three forty one against eleven people who are trying to well should be trying to stop you? Uh man, you know this is a crazy story, kind of. So going into the game, I've never felt like this, but going into the game, my goal was to rush for three hundred yards. Ooh. I mean, just going into the game, we we kind of knew that their defense wasn't the best. Um, and I knew I was gonna get the ball, you know, a, a, a lot, of, a lot that game. So, I, the goal was to go for 300 and try to help us win the game, and uh, I was able to do that. The only thing that I didn't know, actually, I didn't know I actually had 300 until the game was over with, <laughs> because um, because the signal in the stadium was so bad. So when I asked one of the one of our guys, I was like, "Damn, we got a lot of yards. How many yards do I have?" And he was, uh, and he told me he couldn't get a reception upstairs to the box, so he didn't know. And I was, I think, nine yards short of uh, the record for the uh, single season rushing uh, game record. Oh, so, yeah, that so that sucked. I, I just didn't know how, how close I was. 
Oh, man. I, let me yeah. ask you just because I might have this for the rest of my life. Do you remember what you had for breakfast that day? Because I'm going to go buy some after the show, like Wheaties or Uh-oh. eggs. What, what so, you, you so you can run to the show? Yeah, 100%. That, I want to know. I need that kind of help. Do you remember what you yeah. had that day? Uh, yeah, I actually, I actually do. Um, so basically, uh, we played on the road. It would be more so of like pasta so uh, like or like spaghetti. So like, uh, you know, some spaghetti, meat sauce. And, and a little grilled piece of chicken or something like that. I think that's what it was. Man, that's, that's really my normally my go-to. Man, whatever it was, it was working that day. And doggone it, we got to get somebody a better cell phone so you can you know <laughs> get uh, get the record next time. Deontay Foreman on with us telling some stories here on Blaine and Mickey. Well, Deontay, I don't know how much uh, superstition you have before a game, but I, I definitely did. And I, you know, some guys do and some guys don't. Do you put on your uniform or cleats the same way, or do you do it after you have a good game? The next game, you do it the same way, or try to? Uh, yeah, I definitely try to keep a routine going. Um, so uh, it, sometimes it changes just depending on the game and just depending on the time and you know stuff like that. But uh, I try to stay as close to my routine as possible, um, and I've been like that since I was in high school. So yeah, I definitely try to keep my routine together. Well, my, my my partner in crime here, Mickey Mickey Ryan, loves uniforms. Y'all going all navy, man. What's gonna be your combo? You gonna wear the the red sleeves with the red? How you gonna fix this up, man? What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, so I can go ahead and give y'all a little tip on the drip this week. Uh, it'll be tip on that drip. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be the red sleeves. I might go uh, red sleeves with the red gloves. In the uh, red cleats. Ooh, I, I like it's a that Christmas feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ho, ho, ho! Watch yeah. out for me coming. Yeah, I got, a, I got, I got some. Uh, I got a, uh, a Christmas Christmas cleats too that uh, y'all, y'all might want to look out for. Man, I think they're pretty nice. <laughs> oh, is these the same ones you uh, you know on Twitter right now? I'm looking at. Is there, or some different ones? Uh, some different ones, I believe. I don't think we we haven't. Oh, we haven't them. worn them yet. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah this was, worn, uh, yeah. yeah look, little bit ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> on I guess I guess on an educational note for us before we let you go. All right, take me back to your Texas days and and what does it mean by you know when they peep, you know hook them horns and the upward downward the other way horn the why is that so offensive and everything else? Take <laughs> me through the history here. Uh, I mean, you know, it's offensive to us just because, I mean, you know, what we stand for, you know, hook them. I mean, that's our logo. That's our logo. That's our sign. Uh-huh. Um, that's just a tradition that we have. So we take it personally when, you know, people throw the horns down and, you know, put it in our face. So, you know, yeah, we, we of course, we're going to take that as disrespect. So we yeah. got to, you know, but we got to do better, man. You know, uh, I'm rooting for those guys to get it going, change the culture around, man. You know, we it's about that time for us to. Get it going, man. Get us back to where we need to be. Oh, yeah, better before y'all get in the SEC. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you been, lastly, I got to ask you, I saw V-Wild Twitter. Have you been to his steakhouse, man? <laughs> have you met him? I mean, just kind of, you know, you know, he cool dude. I, You know, I liked him a lot, man. It just didn't work out here at the end. Yeah, yeah. I like I like V-Wild, man. I, I yeah. met him a few times, man. We have actually a cool relationship. And, uh, yeah, I actually have been to his steakhouse out in Austin. <laughs> yeah, I have. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks for coming on, man, and uh, taking your time before practice, man. And, uh, yeah, have a good one on Thursday, man. I'm a big fan of yours, man, and you keep doing a good job. 
Yes, sir. Man. I appreciate y'all having me. Thank y'all so much. Hey, appreciate remember, it. tell Henry, 2K in 11 games, you did it. All right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's not telling him. He's not telling him. <laughs> Thanks, Deontay. Thank you, man. Merry Christmas. Good All luck right, Thursday man. night. Merry Christmas. Thank y'all. Right, take care. Happy holidays. <laughs> that dude. He was eight. Lucas said this in my ears. He said Kingsbury was the quarterback of – Texas Tech. No, no, the head coach. Head coach. Head coach. Head coach. Sorry, the when they ran all over was it Mahomes, that day. Mahomes wasn't there, was he? No. Uh, yeah. Twenty. That would have been 2016. So I think, yeah, I think so. I should have asked him. I was wondering because I was sitting there. Huh? I mean, it's funny. He's like, you know, let me tell you a story. That day I thought, I'm going to go for 300. Well, he said he knew their defense. Yeah. You know, wasn't breaking. But he had no idea. <laughs> I went to the coach and asked him, how many yards do I have? It seems like a lot. Yeah. It was, yeah. And they got no... It, it, this happens all the time in the stadium. You get there, you got no phone reception. This is a true story. When I was at Arkansas State, the coaches would look for me at the end of games like that and say, are there any records that were close to Because they knew that I knew them all. Oh. oh. And there was a time where I, I said, yeah, you need to get him two more carries. And they put a guy, we got a guy a record because I knew the record. Oh, so you were, what's the guy's name for the Titans that is kind of uh, Brable's uh, right-hand man? That, stretch. 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 I was going to say stick. Stretch. Yeah, but there's so not much the, stretch here. You want to stretch for Arkansas State? Yeah, the stretch is like three feet taller than me. Yeah. I was like the anti-stretch, but I remembered things. So. Yeah, yeah. You, you could have used a version of stretch. You do have all the records, man. That's pretty cool. That dude didn't play football in 2019. He was out of the league. Isn't that crazy? Then he placed, what, six games for Titans last year and was a great, just a nice – Kind it's of probably because Vrabel knew of him when he was with the with Texans. The Texans. Man, this guy, every time he gets in the game, I go, man, he's a – and I didn't want to say this to him because it may have been offensive. I, he's a poor man's uh, Henry. He just doesn't have the breakaway speed. He's a heavy load. Uh, he comes, he hits the hole hard. I mean, he fits this offense. Uh, and I knew he was going to be a, the guy once they got him here. And he got in better shape, in football shape. Yeah. Yeah, he's – you know, yeah, so – I don't know what everybody else sees, but I call it as I see it. He is averaging. This by far, uh, this is his, his biggest year by far since his rookie year in 2017. He played in 10 games that year for Houston. He, he mentioned, you know, yeah, I've had some injuries, and I feel bl- lucky and blessed to get the chance to play. Uh, he He's played in six games for the Titans this year. He played in six games last year. Uh, 77 carries for 348 yards. He's averaged four and a half yards per carry. He averaged 4.3 last year. And barely, you know, I mean, man, he didn't stick with the Falcons. I, man, I was—I just knew he was sticking with them. Yeah, with with the knowledge of uh, you know, Mr. Arthur Smith, who's doing a pretty good job with uh, not a lot around him. You know, a couple you know pieces here or there, but man, they, they're on the right right track. Once he gets some more talent around him, they're gonna be pretty good. We're going to be pretty good in the next segment. Well, we've always uh, been pretty good because the people have been telling us that we're pretty good based off those ratings. We got to take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Who didn't practice yesterday? We don't know yet who did today, but we'll uh, we'll run through a little bit of that and a tighten in the COVID protocols. No bueno. That's next. Oh. Well, Doobie Brothers, I like this, Lucas. I caught them when they were in town. Oh, my gosh. What an unbelievable show. Doobie Brothers, they they still got their fastball. They can sing and play. They were not. Well, on a day with no school, yeah, I started the show with this. I got pulled over for speeding in a school zone. I was going like 28 
And guys like, do you know how fast you're going? I said, yeah, like 28. And he's like, yes, in a school zone. I said, there's no school. I'm going to have to confirm that. I like, look at the school. And I pulled over. Yeah, he used no to, school. It's the 20th trying, of December yesterday. His quota, you know, for the, for the month. It's tough at the end of the month, you know. <laughs> I, I, if that would have gone, I, I, I respect our law enforcement. I know a lot of them listen. I, you know me. I respect everybody. I'm that yeah, guy. you do. I, I, I might have. I, the switch might have been flipped. Oh. H-Town. Yeah. If, if that had gone further or, or more poorly for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, and I can't control that when it happens. It's like the Hulk. He's not trying to be the Hulk. I don't want to be H Town. And I probably wouldn't have said, "Shut your mouth." Because mm. you would have been like, with the jail. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might have been worth it, though. It might have been worth it if I did the I show live from jail. Yeah, man, you just got pulled over for some nonsense. <laughs> 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 it's worth saying, hey, man, I had a shot at uh, saw what it looks like behind those bars. Can we sponsor by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office? Yes. Yeah. My mom is the most kind, God-fearing woman you've ever met in oh. your life. And she oh, got pulled over. It, She's a sweet little lady. <laughs> she got pulled over in this little town, Truman, Arkansas, which is near where I'm from. And she said, I, I need to know why you pulled me over. And got said, well, the speed limit's... You know, 30, and Uh-oh. you were going 40. And she said, uh-oh, she went H-Town on him. She went H-Town. <laughs> he took her to jail. <laughs> you were in a car? No. Oh, you were No, where? I was already here. Oh, oh but okay. my This is my dad was still alive, so. I didn't tell the story. So my dad called me. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to uh, Truman to get your mother out of jail. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> so she, she said, I passed the 40-mile-per-hour sign. I can see the 30-mile-per-hour sign. I have not yet passed it. I'm in 40. I'm doing, and she said, I wasn't even doing 40. She, I was just doing like 30, 35, 36, whatever. And he said, ma'am, you were doing 37 in a 30. She goes, no, I wasn't. I was doing 37 in a 40. And this goes on and on. He's like, ma'am, he tried to give her a ticket. She said, I will not accept this ticket. He said, then I'm going to have to take you to jail. So he did. And so... My dad was like the mayor of the county in Arkansas. It's called county judge. So she knew everybody. At the, they, my dad worked with all those people. Well, so that's the advantage of being in a you know, small, small town. So the guy takes you know her in the jail. Yeah. And, and the, the actual judge, like the guy who would have processed the case, was in there. And he's like, hey, Connie, what are you doing? Mm. And she's like, this guy just arrested me. And the judge lost his mind. And it was a bad scene. So Ooh. my dad had to go and get my mom out to jerk. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah. have a history of, you know, yeah. unbridled behavior. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not you guys. Not you. I, I could probably tell you many stories about myself, but not you. Not, not you, man. Yeah. It's still, and, and it, it, for a while she was okay talking about it, but now she's like, I don't want to talk about it. That was just a bad day. Mm. But she let them take her. She, she went to jail, my mother. Mm. Which is just, it's not on a record. Like it was expunged. Mm. It was she. She argued successfully that she was not speeding. Well, so I was. I, it break my. I, I can tell the story, but I'll, I'll wait to the break to tell you. Okay. Yeah, it was this week. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's getting hot yeah. in here. Okay. Remember my tire blew out. Yeah, yeah. Now, I noticed your car had been in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, it blew out. So I, I, I was on the side of the road, and just minding my own business, just walking, I mean, driving with a busted tire <laughs> up the ramp, Concord, you know. 
The next thing you know, I'm, I'm getting police all around me. Like, whoa, what's going on here? Uh, get all over the ramp and just park right there in the area, right there past after exit concourse in the neighborhood. And I'm just sitting in there. I'm saying, hey, man, it's getting dark, man. It's about to be dark. Police just all over the place. I'm like, hey, somebody must have done something so, wrong. Right? What, what is going on? Where is it at? It was you. Do, do, do. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. What the heck? Hey, wh- wh- what are you doing? Uh, my tire's buzzing. Do you see it? You walk right by. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I almost went ace down Mickey. Especially when they say, let me see your driver's license and your registration. Guess what I did? I went ace town Mickey in a nice way. I'm not giving you nothing. Because <laughs> I didn't do nothing. I'm sitting here waiting on my Uber drive, you know, Lyft to get me out of here because they said it's going to take two hours to get me a towing truck because I have no time. <laughs> so it kind of ended there. But still, it was just like, what? Yeah, well, people been hitting and running, which you want to. What? Do you see any wreck around my car? You think I would hit somebody in this car? You got a nice car. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute now. Yeah. Uh, my problem, same exit. Yeah. Yeah. They hate us. They hate our show. They're yeah. trying to take us out. Oh, no. I didn't tell them nothing about that, but I did. They asked, <laughs> they asked my name, and I said, I'll, yeah, I'll give you my name. It'll match up with the uh, tags on here. <laughs> oh, no. But I, I'm, like, I'm not giving you anything. I didn't you do anything. Why here. would I give you my, I didn't do anything. I'm parked. Right. <laughs> With a flat. On a public street. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. We're going to get ourselves together. Uh, we teased this, so here you go. Elijah Molden went into COVID protocols Monday. Oh, man. That means he be yeah, for Thursday. Uh, Julio, Lawan, David Long again, and Laurel Murchison did not practice, but Jackrabbit and Saffold and Tart all returned full go. Oh, did they? Yep. Ooh-wee. We're going to have some dues now. Yeah. The David Long thing. Uh, Ooh, what, who, what, what, who's going to start? Jackrabbit or a screen? Ooh, I don't know. We can talk about that coming up because we got to get to hour number two. Coach Mackel joins. Heck, we can ask him who you're going to start. Uh-oh. What makes $7 million? Yeah, probably. So that's who goes start. That guy might be the starter. All right. <laughs> we'll, uh, we're going to review our legal options here. We'll be right back. I don't mean a better player. <laughs>